It is February 15, 2020. Tankers, tankers everywhere. Virus causes his historic traffic jam across Asian supply lines. This is an article written by Zero Hedge. COVID-19's effect on global energy markets has been disastrous. OPEC slashed its oil demand forecast last week, and Goldman Sachs doubled down on the, its bearish oil take and has cut its oil price target by $10 to $53 for the year as a result of a, quote, demand shock that is set to collapse Chinese oil consumption by 20% or as much as 4 million barrels a day. I apologize, that was the heater clicking off in the background. I just started recording. I wasn't really paying attention. Sorry. The sharp decline in demand in China, which, by the way, is the world's largest oil importer, is now stranding oil cargoes off the country's coast and across Asia. Bloomberg Stephen Staff these names Staff Kinski re- records footage of an impressive parking lot of tankers and other vessels off the coast of the anchorages of the port of Singapore, one of the largest freight hubs and business busiest ports in the world. Let's see if this will this will play while I'm recording. I don't know if it will. It is a a Twitter post. No, it won't play. All right. Microphone probably wouldn't pick it up. Anyway, so much of the oil consumption decline is because, as we reported Friday, China's economy is faltering as its industrial hubs remain shuttered. Take a look at the chart below. In the the week of February 7th to 13th, steel apparent demand is down a whopping 40%. But that's only because flat steel is down only 12% year over year, as some car plants have ordered their employees to turn to work. This is getting a little deep. Real-time measurements of air pollution, a proxy for industrial output, daily coal consumption, a proxy for electrical usage and manufacturing, and traffic congestion levels, a proxy for commerce and mobility, suggest that the second largest economy in the world has frozen. This all indicates the demand for energy products to power machines and vehicles has abruptly stopped. So there's a bunch of charts, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight charts uh, on this article basically showing a decline in consumption, a steep decline in consumption. And obviously you can't see them, so I'm not going to get too far into it. But if you want, you can just check out zerohedge.com. Uh, maybe I, I might be able to post a link to this post. So if this podcast uh, allows links, then you would just click on the link. A significant bottleneck for very large crude carriers, VLCCs, deliveries to China is developing, forcing some ports to reject new tanker loads, contributing to a parking lot of tankers sitting off the coast and in other regions in Asia. Some cargoes have been diverted to Singapore, Malaysia, South Korea, but even in those regions, tanker traffic jams are building. Crude storage in China filled up near full capacity last summer, mainly due to declining demand thanks to a decelerating economy. So that was last summer, so these things are seasonal. It's still winter, so now right now they have a pretty bad glut. It's definitely not safety uh, to have all those tankers parked in one place off of coast, off of ports. Uh, That's not a good scenario at all. But again, going back to previous posts, this all has an influence on the economy. Our economy in the States and other world economies uh, when we had the housing crisis in 2008-2009 of, you know, 2008-2009 in the United States, um, China came and, and, and bailed us out. 
China is the one that infused 760 billion of their dollars into our economy to dig us out of our hole. China is, is, is the growth engine. India, a lot of these countries, just by sheer numbers alone, our commerce with them is what also influences our riches. Now, if they have a glut of oil, see, this, this is where, what it all comes down to. As Americans, we have what's called the petrodollar, right? Last I checked, every barrel of oil is supposed to be bought and sold in U.S. American dollars. This is why wars are started. Um, that's why we have dominance in the world, or our, quote, currency has dominance in the world. And once the value of oil declines on the market, then the value of the dollar declines. So you, we've had a lot of crashes in, in, in our economies over the years for, for various reasons. Um, but again, going back to China, infused what was called liquidity, infused a lot of their dollars into our economy to help dig us out. Um, when 2015, I think, up until late 2014, 2015, the barrel of oil was really spiking. I don't have the charts in front of me, but it, it almost was, was teasing $200 a barrel, and then it dumped down to 150 and then, uh, you know, it's down to the 50s. It's down to the 50s. A lot of contracts were bought and sold at those very high values of oil and a lot of countries uh, came to a grinding halt once the price of oil crashed and uh, Venezuela was was one of them we you know most people don't keep up with these things but Venezuela uh, crashed and uh, this is where you had years ago these people were so poor the value of their currency was just just so it was worth nothing and uh, just horror, horror shows reading about people going into zoos and like killing zoo animals to, to eat. It was, it, and it still continues to be really rough. I forgot um, who leads Venezuela now. I forgot. It used to be Hugo Chavez, but now, oh, the fuck, that guy's Maduro. <laughs> Fucking Maduro. Yeah, that guy's a character. Anyway, um, so going back to the price of oil. China infuses a lot of liquidity into the markets. China drives a lot of, of growth and consumption throughout the world. China also gives value to our dollar. If they do not have demand for oil, then the repercussions would be that it's just the price of oil is, is, is going to be, I mean, for, for the average consumer, we'll see maybe oil drop at the pump, but it's just going to be rough times in general. Um, you know, because Americans buying power, our dollar, right? Every, everything will increase. Gas will probably decrease, obviously, because there's no demand for it, but everything else will skyrocket, you know. Um, it's really, it's really crazy uh, what we may be looking at uh, in, in the near future. But, okay, so going back to the article, Middle East traders who export, export crude via VLLCs to China reported weaker demand. VLCC rates from the Middle East to China have plunged since the virus outbreak began early last month. In gas markets, a one Chinese company declared force mahir, potentially allowing it to walk away from contractual commitments. The measure was rejected by Total SA and Royal Dutch Cell PLC. 
there are now 12 empty liquefied gas carriers sitting off the coast of Qatar, one of the world's biggest producers. While the precise reasons for the idling vessels aren't known, the timing coincides with ship diversions, cargo cancellations, and reduced demand in Asia since the virus took hold. Oil tankers have been dawdling off China, reporting reported Bloomberg. Bloomberg. And then they just show another chart that shows a plunging Middle East to China VLCC route rates. The parking lot of tankers developing off the coast of not just China but other countries in the region have forced some traders to transfer crew to less expensive tankers to save on demurrage costs. Over the fear, cargoes could be moored offshore for an extended period as an economic crisis in China unfolds. And to summarize what we know so far, China's economy is collapsing. Crude consumption is plunging, which has forced refiners to cut runs as a glut in developing has now led to tanker parking lots moored off the shores of many countries in Asia. What is also known is that bunker fuel prices at major ports in Asia, including Singapore, Hong Kong, South Korea, Taiwan, and Japan, have been declining since the virus outbreak began early last month. The world is bracing for a huge virus shock from China, not seen in over a decade. Exactly, because we're talking about the the housing crisis, uh, the housing crisis, back in you know t- t- 2009. Uh, so it's like a decade, 2019, 2020. Uh, these things all happen in cycles. So now the the driving growth of the economy is grinding to a halt. What the hell does that mean to the rest of us? If China is not infusing liquidity into the system what the fuck is that gonna mean for the rest of us start storing your shit start getting what you need to you see when you go shopping things on the shelf the next time you go shopping it might not be there so pick it up if you're blessed to have money stop stock it up stock it up um supply chains are gonna dwindle there are a lot of other things that could happen people can be quarantined in the united kingdom they're quarantining people in their houses so who's to say that can't happen here doesn't matter just be prepared be prepared yeah so the world is bracing for a huge virus shock from china not seen in over a decade this could easily tilt the world into a recession the world into a recession all right well people that's the happy news for the day it's best to keep aware I know what's going on, and at the end of the day, this is all practice for me. And I appreciate you guys for listening. I forget to, I think it's Finland. I keep forgetting you, Finland. <laughs> thank you again, Algeria, Germany, uh, Cambodia. Thank you, thank you for listening.